Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Mind Your OT Business podcast, where we empower and equip occupational therapy practitioners to be savvy and successful entrepreneurs. I'm your host, Laura Park Figueroa. I am a pediatric practice owner and a action-focused business coach for OT entrepreneurs. Today, we have a solo episode, which is becoming more and more rare on this podcast. And I have so many things to share with you guys. I am going to be sharing my list of 10 surefire ways to get more clients. Plus, we have our first listener tip, which I'm hoping will become a regular on the podcast. It would be so fun if we could do that. And I am spilling the beans about some awesome training opportunities coming very soon. So are you ready to take action? Let's jump in. Hey, everyone. I am so thankful to have you here today. Welcome, welcome. This is episode 20 of the podcast. And as of today, it is February 28th when I am recording this. We have had almost 12,000 of you download the podcast. Those are individual downloads, which I am, I have no idea if that's good or not for the first year of a podcast, but I feel like that's fabulous. I can't believe that there are 12,000 unique people in the world that have listened to the content on this podcast. And it is so encouraging to me that there are OTs and perhaps other healthcare practitioners who are listening, who are interested in entrepreneurship. It is so exciting to think of that, that many people. And so I would like to encourage you because I don't want this to be a one-way conversation. I would like to encourage you to if you are on Facebook, to hop on over to Facebook. And I have newly formed a group for Mind Your OT Business. So it's going to function a little bit differently than other groups. So I don't know about you guys, but I get really overwhelmed in some of the entrepreneurship forums that are like lots of people weighing in or just a variety of different people talking about different ideas. And then it's almost like you don't really know who to listen to. I mean, there's some people that kind of stand out as like they really know their stuff. And then there's lots of other people weighing in. And I personally see a lot of people get very bad advice (laughs) in some of those forums. And I try to kind of not go down the rabbit holes of commenting on everything because I honestly don't have time to do it. But um, but what I wanted to do in this in this Facebook group for Mind Your OT Business is to have a way for all of us to engage in discussion about the topics that are brought up on the podcast. So it's going to be structured where there is a post for every episode and then we can have conversation and people can post their questions and engage in conversation about the topics from that episode. I have not determined yet if I will be banking all the previous episodes. I got to think about that one. Not sure I'm going to do that. I might start from episode 20 going forward, but please come over. I do not want this to be a one-way conversation. I love when you guys email me that you are enjoying the podcast and I hope that I can reply to as many of you as possible, but I'm sure I can't keep up. So please come over to the Facebook group and join and weigh in. And I think that will be a really fun way for us to engage in conversation about the topics that are brought up on the podcast and and help us have really focused conversations that can move our businesses forward. So that's the first announcement. There's a lot to share on this episode today. The first thing I want to share, though, is this listener tip, because Cheryl Crow, 
Okay, coolest name in the world, Cheryl. I love it. (laughs) Um, Cheryl Crow is the owner of Arthritis Life. So in her business, she educates, empowers, and inspires patients with arthritis and their providers with educational videos of life hacks, patient stories, provider interviews, and and more in a fun talk show style format. So you can follow her on Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook. So look for Arthritis Life and find her because her stuff is fabulous. And it's such a unique, very niche market, which I love. So Cheryl wrote to me after an episode way, way back about logo design and said that she had a tip to share with listeners. And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm going to put that on the podcast next time I I do an episode. And I love this idea. So Cheryl shared this website called Design Hill. So it's design, like D-E-S-I-G-N, Hill, H-I-L-L, designhill.com. And it's a website where you can pay to run a logo contest. Now, I did not get permission to share with her how much she paid, but it is less than a few hundred dollars. I'll say that to run a logo contest. So if you want a logo and you want a bunch of different designers to give you designs, you can pay a small amount of money to have these designers do different designs. Now, Cheryl's tip was that you get better designs if you put the settings to private because the better designers don't want the amateur designers kind of copying and poaching their designs if if it's set to public. So set your settings to private and run this design contest and you will get a logo that you love for a very, very um, affordable price. And Cheryl specifically commented that she ended up getting a lot of clarity on what she wanted and didn't want in a logo by just seeing all the different submissions that came in and going back and forth with the designer. She said it was really fascinating. So she's super happy with her logo. It is a great logo. You guys need to go find her on social media and see her logo. It's super bright colors and fun and just really full of life and and really beautiful. Um, so that that's cool. And they gave her a bunch of different formats at that. So it's just something I wanted to share with you guys as a listener tip that Cheryl shared. And I hope it can be helpful to all of you who may be starting businesses and maybe want to, or maybe you're a business owner doing a rebrand and you want to get a really affordable logo. So thank you, Cheryl. If you want to share a tip on the Mind Your OT Business podcast, you can go to mindyourotbusiness.com and click Be Featured. I think it's under Work With Me on the main page. I can't remember. There's a place that says Be Featured, and you can either write me an email there and tell me your tip, or you can voice record it yourself, and I'll play your, your actual voice on the podcast. So those options are there. I would love to have listener tips be a regular part of the show on here. I just think it's so fun because everybody has so much different experience and different wisdom to share. And I'm thankful to Cheryl that she took time to write that email and share that with me. So listener tip done. Now we are moving on to the thing I am most excited to share with you guys about. So I have been getting emails. I have been getting Facebook messages. I have been getting Instagram DMs all about when is the OT Entrepreneur Summit happening? And Trish and I, Trish Williams and I, are planning an online virtual summit for OT entrepreneurs. So this is happening. The dates are going to be May 11th through the 20th. I want to be clear. You do not need to be sitting in front of your computer all day on those days. We are going to make the content available to you via email in a learning platform, and you are going to have access to it 
to watch at your leisure because we know that OT entrepreneurs are busy people who do not have time to sit in front of a computer for multiple days on end watching content. Now, here's the purpose of this summit. We know, Trish and I both know, that business ownership can feel really overwhelming and you can feel like you're disorganized and you can be uncertain about things and it causes a lot of anxiety at times. And you are not alone if you feel those things. We are OTs. We were not trained to be business owners, most of us. And we really need inspiration to keep going. We need expert training from people that are, have expertise in specific areas of entrepreneurship to help us learn those skills and thoughtful strategic planning. We all need to be thoughtful about how we're running our businesses to help our businesses change more lives and therefore make more money and be more financially successful. So the reason that Trish and I created this OT Entrepreneur Summit was because we really saw the need for occupational therapists to be celebrating entrepreneurship. It's kind of the same reason I started this podcast a year ago. And we have very carefully curated an expert panel of speakers. So we don't want to overwhelm you guys. We don't want to give you 50 speakers. That would be so overwhelming. And we really need to be thinking about how we're learning. And Trish and I were very thoughtful about which speakers were included in this summit and what the topics were that they were going to speak on because we didn't want to be too focused on one thing, but not another. And we've been very intentional about um, who was invited and what they are speaking on. The focus of this summit and what makes us different maybe than some other virtual events that you may have gone to is that we really encouraged the people who are speaking to be transparent. And that is something that I value very highly about business ownership. I think too much of what we do as business owners is shrouded in mystery. And we want to pull back the veil a little bit for you guys if you attend this summit to see behind the scenes of these very successful business owners' businesses. And everyone has their superpower, right, as an entrepreneur. And so these business owners have told us what their superpower is, and then they're going to offer content in an interview with Trish or I that you will get to see. And then they also are going to give you a freebie to go along with their, with their interview content that's going to help you implement and have the same success that they had in their business in the area that they're talking about. So... These people are experts. These are the people who you see online and you look at their business and you go, how could I ever possibly build something that successful or that amazing? And what goes on behind the scenes and how did they do that? Well, now you're going to know. <laughs> so we are getting very, very close to launching the website um, where we will have a wait list and we're going to be having a free Facebook group that's open around the time of the summit for us to engage in discussion there. And we'll have the website up really soon. But for right now, I wanted to get this podcast episode out to you guys to give you more information. So for right now, join the Mind Your OT Business email list. That is what I want you guys to do. If you're interested in the summit, join the Mind Your OT Business email list. And I will be sure to email the people on the Mind Your OT Business email list when we do launch the registration for that summit. But we wanted to get info out and let you guys know what is going on behind the scenes. And these are the things we've kind of said we want people to leave the summit with. A transformed entrepreneurial mindset. 
renewed energy and enthusiasm to start or grow your business. An action plan, you know, I'm big on action, to move forward towards your dream business goals. Practical resources from experts in the OT entrepreneurship space that are will be at your fingertips after you have all these resources we're going to gather for you. And best of all, to just know that you can grow your reach and serve more people and have a financially successful business when you think strategically and have an action plan in place and have expert people supporting you and helping you along. So we want to get rid of that anxiousness and the overwhelm that goes along with running a business and have us all feel super confident and excited and inspired and in control. And as the OT bosses that we all want to be. (laughs) So go to the Mind Your OT Business website, mindyourotbusiness.com and join the email list there. And I will let you know when we open the registration. Now, switching gears a little bit. I am also in May, this is crazy town for my life right now, hosting another Therapy in the Great Outdoors training retreat. So just a brief mention of this because the summit is the most applicable to this podcast. But if you are interested in nature-based therapy um, you and you are a pediatric practitioner, not just OT, this is any, any therapy practitioner, you may be interested in the Therapy in the Great Outdoors training retreat that we are going to host here in California in Santa Cruz in May. So if you are interested in that, you can go to OutdoorKidsOT.com slash training. And I'll just leave it at that for this announcement. But I wanted to let you guys know that registration is open for that right now. And we have early bird discount until... April 1st, and all the info's on the website for the coupon code for that. So you can go to OutdoorKidsOT.com slash training. Okay, let's get into our list of 10 ways to get more clients. We all need to know how to get more clients because that is how your business is going to be successful, right? You can have the best service in the world, but if you don't have people coming in the door, your business is going to go under. So let's get right into it. Number one, really basic, use your personal connections. So make a list of everybody you know and send a personal email to let them know about your services. Make sure that it is easy for them to send referrals your way. Include the relevant content about your business and think about writing it in a way that they could simply forward it to a friend and say, I thought you might be interested in this and all the info is there. So make a list of people and send a personal email. Personal connections are golden in the business world. You're, some of us are hesitant to talk about our businesses, but think about yourself. Like, Wouldn't you want to help a friend start their business? Wouldn't you want to be supportive? So just know that people in general want to support you and want to be helpful. Don't be hesitant and don't feel like you're selling to share the meaningful service that you're providing or product that you're providing to your friends and your family to let them know that you would love them to refer other people your way. Okay, number two. Give a discount or other incentive to get people to sign up for new services by a specific deadline. So you're going to give them a deadline. This is a classic way to get people to sign up. Giving a deadline with a discount that they get only if they register by the deadline. So at the beginning of this year, we had some challenges at Outdoor Kids OT, my business, 
filling this random, like for some reason, the Tuesday group just went for months without having a second. It had one kid in it for for a while. And the therapist was seeing the kid individually. And we did this at um, at Thanksgiving. So we had gone like a month or two at Thanksgiving. I ran a brief. I ran some ads, not at not paid ads, but like just announcements basically on Facebook and Instagram saying, hey, you know, in the spirit of gratitude, we're offering I don't remember how much off we did, but we offered a little discount and we got a kid signed up for that group from that that little promotion. So that's a great way. Just a small discount, buy a deadline and advertise it in social media. And you'll probably get people taking advantage of that. Gets people off the fence and committed and putting money down when they know they can get a little discount if they're warmed up and ready to buy. Okay, number three. Do a brainstorm about where your ideal clients hang out. So if you know your customer avatar well, you will know where they hang out and have some postcards that or business cards. But I like postcards. I like because they can give a little more information and perhaps have photos and are a little more engaging than just a business card. Leave some postcards in those locations where your ideal clients hang out. So for me, with my ideal client, I'm thinking of a parent who values outdoor Um, experiences for their children. I think of like Whole Foods. I think of REI. I think of a local um, sports. It's called Sports Basement. It's like a local retailer of sporting goods. Places like that where I, the, the local grocery store, Berkeley Bowl, I put flyers up there. So I think of places where parents would be spending time that may be interested in my services. So And I just occasionally leave postcards there. I have a little list and I know when I dropped off the last round and if I'm I have them in my purse all the time and just put them up. (laughs) So that's a that's an idea just to kind of spread the the knowledge about your services. Number four, offer 15 minute inquiry calls or consultation calls to interested clients. So I know a lot of you do this. I would say during these calls, you are aiming to help them. So I think you should try to help in any way possible. Now, you may have an agenda for that call. We've talked a lot on this podcast about having an agenda for an intake call. But this is a little different than an intake call. This is more just like getting to know someone, offering value to them, building no like and trust value. If you listen to any entrepreneurial content, you know the no like and trust value is really big with people. And the more money you're asking someone to spend, and let's be honest, therapy services are expensive if you're if that's what you're selling. I know a lot of you have non-traditional businesses, but um, and they may need a lot of touch points. They may need to talk to you for a bit before they do an intake call. They may need to see a flyer. They may need to have a friend talk about your business before they're ready to commit and and put down the money. So this these calls build no like and trust value about your business in the community. And really, really help your um, community have a have a good sense of who your business is if you're talking to the clients. So number five, offer free or low cost one time sessions for interested people. And then the important thing is at that session, have a specific offer if they sign up by a certain date for an assessment or for services. I'm I'm thinking of therapy businesses here, but you can apply this to almost any business. So you can offer a free or low cost event for like a, um, I'm trying to think, someone I know called it a come and try day. I like that. All right, number six. Many of you are probably already doing this, but it is relevant to share. 
Share relevant and helpful content, not just info about your services on social media. So I think in this day and age, many of us know that we need to aim to help people, not just sell our services. So they should help, 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 and then sell, right? So every now and then you can have a special offer for people who take advantage of the offer by a specific deadline. Remember that deadline. That is what gets people to buy when they know that they can't have it all the time, okay? It's not just a big open window. They can buy by a deadline. That works for some services and not others, but it's worth mentioning. Seven, do research on social media and find out where your ideal clients hang out. So you can be in these forums or engage in conversations with people that aren't your customers and off, you can offer meaningful and relevant comments in forums or in communication online. And your goal is to be helpful, not sell your services. So you're building expertise as you make these comments and building relationships with people so that people know, like, and trust you and your business, right? That know, like, and trust value. Number eight, face-to-face -face networking and personal connections are the best way to find new clients. This also takes the most time. It, it is time intensive to put yourself in front of people and have conversations, right? But I would really encourage you guys to put yourself out there. We as OTs, we are always like underestimating how much we know and how much value we can offer people. And I struggle with it too. I am not judging because it is it is something that's really hard to do to put yourself out there and like really share knowledge with people because we often like undermine <laughs> what we know as OTs. So find local places in your community where you can do that face-to-face -face networking and where you can build those personal relationships with people in your community. So attend networking events too that aren't just for therapists, but for teachers or for anyone in your target market, for parents, things like that. Number nine, Ask your current or past clients to refer their friends or to leave online reviews for your business. So this is one of the best ways to ask for referrals. Make the client, the past client or your current client, the hero. Emphasize how they are going to be helping others by leaving the review, not just helping your business. Like, help us out and leave us a review. Nope. Do you know anyone who would benefit from our services? Do you have friends who might have children who could benefit from outdoor therapy? I don't know. I'm speaking on the fly here. Something like that, where it emphasizes how if they refer others to you, they are helping other people. They're going to feel good because they're helping other people get what they need by helping them find your service. Okay. You can also provide links directly in your email so that people can easily click the link and just write a quick review at any of the places where you want reviews to be left. So that's an easy way to get more clients by having those referral sources from people you already know. And finally, number 10 is you need to have an email list, okay? Lots of people who visit your website are not going to purchase services right the second they visit your website. They might be interested. They might go away. They might forget the name of your business. You need to have a way that they can be contacted by you when you have offerings to make. And so 
if you have not done this, this is one of the main things that I tell people that I business coach to set up on their website. So if, if you do not have an email list service, like I've said it before, I'll say it again. I do not like MailChimp. Okay. I've heard good things about Flowdesk, ConvertKit. Those are some that I've heard of. There's probably others that are out there that are just as good. Um, MailChimp has been a pain for me, so I do not recommend them. And I tell everyone that I can that I don't recommend them. <laughs> um, but you need to have a way that you are capturing emails as people come to your website. And then you're going to set up automated emails that go to them on a regular basis. Um, don't spam them, but you're going to be helping them. You're going to give them valuable tips or advice that people have asked you about in your practice as a therapist or related to your product or service and give them some free advice. This is usually called a lead magnet, like the, the thing that you use to get their email is called a lead magnet. And then those ongoing emails are called um, content marketing or I believe email marketing might be another word that people use for it. I don't like to think of it as marketing. I like to think of it as helping people. I think that resonates really well with me that the point of the email is not to get them to buy, but the point of the email is to build relationships with them and to help them benefit from your business existing in the world, even if they never become your paying client. So that is it. That is my list of 10 tips to get more clients. Do you have tips to get more clients that maybe I didn't talk about? Let's talk about that on the Facebook group. So that, that will be a great question to talk about on our first post in the group. So I also should confess to you guys that this is actually repurposed content from my emails that I send to the business list. So you might recognize some of these if you are on my email list because one of the emails that I send, I can't remember which one, it might be like the fourth one or the fifth one that goes out is a list of 12 ways to get new clients. So there are two extra ways that we will include in the show notes. And those are related to the last one about creating a lead magnet and developing um, an email list for your business. That is it for today, you all. Thank you so much for listening. Please take action on something you learned today. And one more thing, I'm making a lot of call to actions this episode. And if this is your first time listening, this is not normal. I'm not normally this salesy. I don't think I've ever been salesy really on this podcast, but... I would love if you could leave an honest review for the podcast if you have gotten benefit from anything I've shared here or in the past and you just have thought about doing it but haven't and make sure you subscribe so that you get updates when they come out right away. They will show up in your little feed on your phone. Thanks, you guys. We will talk soon. I have awesome interviews lined up for March. I cannot wait to share them with you. But for now, take a small step because small steps make great gains over time. So until next time, mind your OT business.